Welcome to Strictly Business, Variety's weekly podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders about the business of media and entertainment. This is Variety Deputy Music Editor Jem Aslod, and with me today is Kevin Lee, who is better known as Coach K, co-founder of the multifaceted entertainment company Quality Control, which includes a record label, music and sports management divisions, film and television, and more. Its top artists include multi-platinum acts like Migos, Lil Baby, Lil Yachty, and City Girls. And among the athletes in its sports division are New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara and the Detroit Lions' DeAndre Smith. In just eight years, coach and co-founder Pierre Thomas have built an empire that is not only one of the biggest independent companies in hip-hop, it's also a strong force in the sports world as well. But success stories rarely come without sacrifice, and coaches is no exception. The Indianapolis native was a high school and college basketball star, but had his sports career cut short by a serious gunshot wound in the early 90s that required months of recuperation. During his recovery, he worked on pivoting to music, and before long he had moved to Atlanta, the center of the hip-hop world, and was managing major rappers like Young Jeezy and Gucci Mane. But he wanted to start a label, and in 2013 he approached his friend Pierre Thomas, who everybody calls P, who owned a recording studio. The two formed quality control, and within a month had signed Migos. They also quickly branched into sports with Alvin Kamar, who happens to be related to Coach, and the rest, as they say, is history. But quality control is more than a company. Coach and Thomas often speak of it as a family, and they also take care of their community. Among other charitable efforts, Quality Control provided groceries for a 1,000 Atlanta-area families at the start of the pandemic, and those efforts helped Coach to achieve something he'd never dreamed. After his injury, he had always hoped to finish college, and after taking courses online for a few years, he finally got his bachelor's degree last year. Well, like most of last year's graduates, the ceremony was postponed. But when he walked with the class of 2021, the president of his alma mater, San Augustine's University in North Carolina, presented him not only with his bachelor's degree in organizational management, but also an honorary doctorate in humane letters based on Quality Control's charitable work. We'll hear more about all of that, as well as the company's growth, its marketing magic, how it's become such a success in the hip-hop and sports world, and much more coming right up. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. 
Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Good afternoon, Coach, or should I say Dr. Coach K? Uh, Why don't you tell me how your doctorate came about? I really appreciate that. I really, really do appreciate that. it's very interesting. Um, so three years ago, um, four years ago, I want to say three, four years ago, I decided I used to always go back to my homecomings. Well, I went to college and was supposed to graduate in 1993. I went to college on a basketball scholarship. And um, my senior year of college, I had a fatal accident where I had to um, drop out of school and, you know, rehabilitate myself um and i never made it back to college to get my degree you know with with, between then and me entering into the music industry my life took like a whole different you know a whole different trip um and all my friends we would always meet up at homecoming every year and one year I decided, you know, I was, I was there and I was like, damn, man, like, you know, if my accident were to happen, I probably would have finished college. So I would talk to the president and, uh, I registered for school and started taking classes to finish my, um, undergraduate degree for my bachelor's. And, um, it took me three years to probably get, to probably do a year and a half worth of work took me three years because I was taking online class. Then I finally graduated um, last year, which was class of 2020, but because of the pandemic, we didn't have an actual graduation. So um, I had to start having these long conversations with the president of, of the college just about you know, helping with um, enrollment initi- initiatives and, you know, h- how do we how do we get the school spirit back up? Because I went to a, a historically black college, the HBCU. And, um, you know, she started, you know, just we start working together. And um, she was like, you know, you do a lot of good work outside of, you know, the business, the music business that you're in, like just donating and, and, and helping in the community. And she was like, I want to. I want to put your name in the hat, if you don't you don't mind, you know, to the committee. I want to present you to the board 
for an honorary doctorate because you do a lot of work in the community. And I was like, damn, that's, I never thought in a million years, you know, that would happen. And uh, yeah, so I, I actually went back this year to walk across the stage to get my degree. They let the class of 2020 graduates come back with the class of 2021. So I, I actually walked across the stage to get my bachelor's degree and I got my honorary doctorate. It was a very, very beautiful and beautiful moment. Well, and that's quite an honor. And it's very impressive because I'll bet not a lot of people get their bachelor's and their doctorates at the same time. No, yeah. And, and what was very interesting, the um, when I sat in front of the board, the board was like, I am the second alumni to get an honorary doctorate from the college, the second. In a hundred in a hundred years of the school being open, uh, that's amazing. Congratulations! So let's talk for a second about um, what got you that doctorate, because we know that it was the hard work that got you the bachelor's degree. I mean, quality control is a label, a management company, a music publisher, a studio, a merchandise company, a film and TV company, an agency, encompassing music and sports. Did I miss anything? No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you always have a vision to start such a multifaceted company? Um, you know, I had vision, but it really started happening like um, as we was building quality control music. Cause I, okay, I come from the management. I, I, I come from the management space before we started the label. You know, I, I managed artists for 15 years before me and um, my business partner, me and, me and Pierre, me and Pete, we started Quality Control Music. And uh, being a manager, you know, you, you have to go find, you have to take your artists and you have to find, you know, and build their business, an artist business. So with doing that, you know, you're dealing with brands and, you know, film and television and um, merch and investments. So when we started Quality Control Music, like I kind of was experienced in doing that with 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 my management, um, my, my management role history. And um, in the middle of building Quality Control, I call it culture. There was a moment where hip hop music, you started to see it everywhere. And it was like, I, I should say like, when you turn on a television and you see a brand, you would hear hip hop music. When you're watching ESPN and you're watching a sports game, you would see hip hop music. Um, a lot of the film companies, you know, to, 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 to sell the movie, you know, you would hear some type of hip hop music. You know, it was like, it started all intertwining. And at that moment, you know, me and my partner, we were like, so we're building this, this we, we build this big music company and brand. All the ancillary things that, that attaches to music, we have to be a part of it in some sort. So, you know, we started the film and television company. Um, you know, we, come from management so we always had that that in place and then you know 
it's like athletes, they want the coolness of the artists. The artists want to make the money that the athletes make. So all that start intertwining. And then, it, so the sports company started. And then with film and television, you know, it's, it's storytelling. So we start doing these documentaries on our artists. So boom, now we're in the film and television space, right? And then, you know, there's quality events. You know, then there's, there's our, our investment company that we invest in a lot of tech. And then it's our, you know, our, like you said, it's our publishing company. Um, you know, we sign producers, a lot of producers. So it, it just all started, all started touching each other at one time. And, um, you know, it's a learning experience, but um, we're built for it. Quality control expanded into sports really pretty quickly. What gave you the confidence and the connections to make a move like that? Um, well, I was an athlete, you know, like, and what really gave, what really like tip, tip, tip me was Alvin Kamara. It was our first, our first client. Um, mm-hmm. Alvin's actually, Alvin's actually my nephew. So, when he was in high school, you know, I started knowing, noticing how good of a player he is. You know, Alvin pretty much, you know, like, he was like, man, Unc, you know, I trust you. Um, you're very savvy, savvy, you know, a very savvy businessman. And, I, and I've watched everything you've done to build, you know, to build QC. He was like, can you just guide me? You know, so from um, every college visit, Every like I, I didn't miss a high school game his junior and senior year of high school, and then um, the college visits started coming. You know, the, all, all the schools were after him. He was a, he was like top running back in the country, you know, five star running back. So all the colleges was after him. So he's like, "Can you please go on these visits with me?" So that was the moment where the spark of sports grabbed me again. You know. Because if, if I rewind it back, my like I said, I played basketball in college, but my senior year of college, um, I was fatally I had a I was fatally shot. I, I had a gunshot wound to my leg that ended my basketball career, and I spent a lot of time in the hospital and a lot of time rehabilitating myself, and I kind of lost the love for sports, but I fell in love with music. <laughs> And that's where my life kind of drifted to music. But I, I would say like AK gave me the spark to want to get back into sports. Mm-hmm. And do you see a lot of similarities between working in music and working in sports or are they just completely different worlds? I don't think they're completely different worlds now, you know, because it's, it's just like, it, like finding a young talent, you know, like it's, it's, it's like finding it, like an artist, right? You know, you go out and you search and you look for these artists. And I know we do because we, we develop, we develop talent, right? So we try to find the artist early before it's, it's, um, you know, before the bidding war started, you know? So you find these artists and you see something in them and you sign them to develop them. Same thing with, with sport, sports, you know, you see an athlete and, you know, Athletes is a little bit different because, you know, there's there's a um, 
most of the athletes, if they have a special talent, they're going to, you know, you're going to hear about them. Or are you going to see, you know, you're going to be able to see it, you know? So it kind of like intertwines. And then especially now, I mean, like, I, I feel like music and hip hop brought all of it together. Where like these kids now in social media, like there, there's kids, you could go to their socials in a way that, that they bring you into their world or bring you into their, 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 you know, their special talent, whether it's on the basketball court, whether it's on the football field, whether it's on the soccer field, whether it's on the baseball, you know, they, they make their little sizzle reels of their moments with music. And it, and it like all intertwined. We'll be right back with more from Quality Control's Coach K after these messages. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. We're back with Variety's Strictly Business Podcast, speaking with Quality Control's Coach K. 
going back to when quality control music was first starting out what was it what was your first success and what was your validation that the plan you had was was starting to work um we signed amigos you know we we started quality control in uh march and we signed amigos in april huh. <laughs> and um you know I, I i remember i remember like it was yesterday so i was like p you know like i went to p p had a studio and he went he he had a record label before we met i mean before we we became together before we came together i'm sorry before we came together but um you know he he, he didn't have I won't say too, you know, too big of success. So it was kind of like two, two masterminds coming together. So I was like, P, I said, P man, you know, I've been managing these artists and developing these artists. And I feel like, you know, the only thing that's really been getting in my way, I was like, man, you got this studio. I was like, I want to start my, we should start a label. And he's like, man, I don't want to start no label. We don't have any artists. And I was like, if I can get the Migos, you know, would you be down to start a label? He was like, you can get the Migos? Because the Migos, their names was popping, you know? I was like, yeah, I had already met with the Migos a couple of times, you know? <laughs> and he, I was like, yeah, I think I think I can get the Migos. And two weeks two weeks later, we met with the Migos, and a week after that, we signed them. We signed them. And we just, and like, it's like I had planned everything out. You know, how to how to do promo what type of tour I was going to take them to, which colleges, like we had it all planned out. And so, so we start working on this mixtape on Amigos and we signed them in April and birthday bash, which is like the New York summer jam of Atlanta. It's, it's called, it's called hot one Oh seven. It's our, it's our birthday bash, our big radio show. So DJ drama had a set on the, um, on on the show so we put this mixtape out we put this 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 um the migos first the wire in we we put this mixtape out a week before birthday bash and we did this crazy promo for it and i mean instantly we put that out the streets started playing the record playing playing the mixtape and birthday bash was a week later so the migos i'll never forget this so me, we, they got invited. DJ Drama was like, I want to invite you. I want, he's, he called me, he's like, coach, you know, I want, I want the Migos. I want to bring them out on my set. I, you know, I do this set where I bring all the hot new artists out. I was like, perfect. So Migos came out and did the set. When we got off the stage that night, Drake was the special guest. Two Chains was, Two Chains was the headliner that night and Drake was the special guest, right? And Drake walks up to me and he says, he said, coach, he said, this your group? I said, yeah. He said, hey man, I've been I've been listening to their mixtape since it came out. It only been out a week. And he quoted lyrics. This is how much I know Drake pays attention to everything. He quoted lyrics to yeah. a couple, like Drake quoted lyrics to like two of the songs. The mixtape had only been out a week before that, right? And he was like, man, so we me and Drake, we exchanged numbers. And we we talked and he was like, man, I he's like, send me one of those records. I want to I want to get on a song. And I sent him three records. 
and he jumped on the Versace record. He sent the Versace record back to us. And uh, we put it out as a remix. And that was like the moment where I knew, I said, oh shit, Migos is about to change the game. And we are about QC, quality control. We're about to be in the game. That moment. And then there's another moment. So we used to go to New York, you know, to do promo. You know, you had to go do, you know, you had to do all the, you know, the, the double XLs, the, you know, the faders, the complex, you know, we took Migos up on a, on a, on a, on a, um, on a run on a, on a, um, um, publicity run. Right. And I never forget we were sitting in complex because when we signed Amigos, they was like quality control music, man. They were like, man, man, that, that, that just sounds too corporate. It just sounds like, you know, they, they, they couldn't get it. They couldn't get it. Right. And we're sitting in Complex, and it was Amigos. At the time, Rich the Kid was signed to the label. We had probably like four or five of our other artists. We just took everybody up to New York, and we're going to do a big promo run. And we were sitting in the Complex office, waiting for the, for, for the writer to come in to do the story on Amigos. They're all sitting around the table, and they start freestyling, right? And everybody's just spitting rhymes. And i never forget, Rich the Kid said, QC the label money on the table that was the first time like quality control it sound it was like you see the label and that's when it was like okay we got a brand here you know that it, it spoke out then and after that it was like amigos you know like on, on song maybe hollering you see the label you know like actually putting the brand of the of of the label in the song so so the brand was getting known those are those moments just like that. Well, I have two questions spinning off of that. And the first one is, how, how did you have that kind of relationship with Drake? Did you know him from when you were managing Gucci Man and others? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've, I've known Drake. I know, I've known Drake from, like, Drake used to come to, before he got signed, he, he you know, he would come to Atlanta shopping his, his music around. Like, I, I had met with Drake, like, two times. You know, when I was managing G, this before Gucci Man, when I was managing Jeezy, I had met with Drake before, you know, okay. you know, about his music. So we knew each other. And then, you know, once he got signed and, you know, like I had Gucci and, you know, it was just we all, you know, it's a community. So we all knew each other. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, and this actually uh, uh, ties into a, a question I had written down to ask you, and that is you guys place so much value on promotion. I mean, I, that's obvious that that's necessary, but guerrilla marketing played a really big role in your early years. What kinds yep. of things were you doing to get your name out there? We just had, I just, it's, it's so wild. Me and Pete, we had a meeting last night uh, with, with, with a friend that our publicist, Catherine, introduced us to, and we were telling them the story about, you know, when we built, quality control, we built it off artist development and guerrilla marketing. And, and where, you know, like growing up, growing up in music, when I first came into the business, you had like, how can I be down? You had Jack the Rapper. You had these, these music symposiums are, are like these, um, they were kind of like these music events where everybody came, you know, to showcase, you had the impact, you had impact, how can I be down? And you had Jack the Rapper and all these artists 
they would come to showcase labels would be there labels would showcase some of their new artists you know and you would have these um panels but i remember like going to these and seeing like the early days of like bad boy and loud and loud records where street team was like very very like like you you if you didn't have a good street team, you wasn't really gonna win. It was it was it was one of those things, you know, because it touched it touched the it touched the um, I would say that that core audience. You know what I'm saying? Like it talked to that core audience, and and then it, then it was a moment where it stopped when everything went digital. You know, it was all about buying banners, you know, and 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 and, and internet, and everybody forgot about you know the the the, the days of you know, walking up to a person, you hand them something that they can take with them, you know? And we didn't, we didn't stop that. You know, we, we, we took on, okay, we still have to buy the banners. We still have to do everything digitally, but, you know, in the Southeast market, you still have to go touch people, you know, you have to touch them. And so we, we took on that, you know, it's like, I, cause I remember like yesterday, like, when we used to do promo like for a Jeezy tape or our Jeezy album and watching Bad Boy and them, how they used to come in, it was incredible. So we took that on. And one of the one of the big moments was like every year we took pride on ourselves. We broke an artist. For the last nine years we've been in business, every year we've broke one artist, which is very good, you know, and it's in this business. So we used to go to South by Southwest. That was the start of promo season, basically. You know, you got your new artist. We go South by Southwest. That's the spring. That's the beginning. You, you know, you go down there, you showcase, and you break your artist before we get into summer, right? And we would send two tour buses down there. We would send three uh, sprinters with all our promo gear, you know, posters, flyers, T-shirts sweatshirt and, and we would mob out and we, we always we, we make a name like when people came to south by southwest they're gonna know who quality control is and they're gonna know who every last one of the artists that signed the quality control whether you're the migos or whether you're a new up-and-coming artist you're gonna know you know and that's what we took pride on and we never stopped that we still do it you know to this day and it's crazy because it came back around with outer home when when streaming happened, see, pre-streaming, you know, it was all digital downloads. So everybody was online. But then when streaming happened, you, you watch Spotify, you watch, you watch Apple, you watch everybody go out of home and you start, start seeing billboards come up. And you start, you know, you start using this because it's like, if you see it, then you go to your phone to stream it instead of, you know, the, the old way. So it, it like, it was like, it was like, the crash of the best of both worlds, like streaming happened, and we were still doing our guerrilla marketing, and it just made it a big thing. Where like a lot of labels, man, I, I remember having a conversation with the labels, like, man, you guys spending money on promo and posters, and I'm like, hell yeah, man. And next thing I know, I looked up, and they were doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
That is really interesting, though, because, I mean, I remember those days you were talking about where, like, somebody hands you the CD or hands you a cassette and posters and stickers and all that sort of stuff, and all you've really done is cut out the CD. <laughs> exactly. Just cut the CD out, you know? And you give them something that they can look at, you know, just to remind them, okay, damn, okay, let me, if I see this poster, this sticker, let me just go to my phone right now and, and check it out. You know what I'm saying? And once you do that, you have them, you know, because that's, that's all you want them to do to get to it. Once you, I, we, I, you know, I, I take pride, we take pride, like we take pride in quality control. Like, it's not, you know, like we, 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 you know, we make quality music. So it's like, if I can just lead you to that, just to get you there, once I get you there, I know I got you, you know, mm -hmm. so that's, yeah. Man, that's great. So you're in P's partnership. Who does what? I know, I'm sure you do an awful lot together, but how do your roles divide? And which one of you is the marketing genius? Is it both of you? It's both of us, man. He, he's, I mean, like, he is dangerous, man. Like, I, I would say, like, early on, because I came from that, I was I was more hands-on, you know, early on. Now P is like, I tell him all the time, I'm like, man, you're that guy, you know? Because, I mean, we, we you know, like, we have a 10-year difference. So it's like, it's certain things where I would go in and just get my nose dirty, you know? But as getting a little older, you know, move a little different now, you know, where he's like, man, I'm talking about nose all the way in it. You know what I mean? But, but we, but, but it's, it's a yin and a yang. It's like, we, 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 we balance each other out so much, you know, but we're in it. There's some artists, he leads, you know, he, he leads it all the way. And, and, and then I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the balanced guy where it's like, okay, I got it to a point. What do you think? I need your ear on this. I need you to look at this. And then there's some artists that I have, you know, some artists that we have that I lead, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a lead and, 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 you know, and then some artists, we just both go, you know, and then we, and, and we, and we pass it to each other, but we are most definitely both very hands-on. And I mean, cause that's, that's the, just the love, you know, we have so much love, love of what we do, you know, that, um, like, you know, just think about it. Labels, they don't artists develop. It's no artist developing anymore. You know, it's it's all it's all numbers and data. You know what I mean? So we really take pride in that. You know, and um, yeah, we're very hands on. And you know, like I said, some he leads, some I lead. You know, but it's it's such a good balance. You know, but we both, you know, when it comes to marketing and A and R, we sit in those rooms together and pick those records. You know. And, and all those ideas, you know, we have we have a, we have a team, but we in it with the, with the team for sure. What was it in your background? Was there anything in your background in your personal history that made you a a good businessman and b with regard to what you were just talking about a good leader and boss and just inspiring person to kind of mentor these people? Because your artists talk about you guys as mentors very much. Um, no, a quality control, we're kind of like a family, man. It's, it's really tight, you know? So we look at all our artists, like nephews or nieces, you know, I always say this, we play so many roles, you know, we play the father, the uncle, the brother, 
you know, the mentor, the manager, you know, the CEOs, the um, the psychiatrist, the therapist. You know, it's, it's just it, you know, it's, it's just though it's just the role when 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 you when you know when you have a family because we really want to see our artists win. You know, like and and to the point where we'll go over and beyond to make sure that they win. been listening to variety strictly business podcast with quality controls coach k this is variety deputy music editor jem aswad thank you for listening whether you are a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks kemba financial credit union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs apply today at kemba.org to unlock a limited time two percent cash back on purchases and pay zero percent interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from kemba you deserve a card that works for you restrictions apply offer ends june 30th 2024 this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history ebay motors is here for the ride with some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own brake kits LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.